Lester. Happy living here. And I'm happy to be broadcasting from WYTV7 in the beautiful Queen City, Charlotte, North Carolina, USA. Hey, friends, will you join me for a moment and just try to imagine how incredible you'd feel living the unique and distinct life you were put on this planet to live, doing work you love, with people you love, in places you love, and all the while creating something of real value to others. It's what I call a life of significance, and I can tell you it makes for a very happy life. And so can my friend, Chef Joe Scarada. He's my guest star today, and he's here to share his unique and distinct journey to his life of significance. Hey, baby, welcome to the show. So just, just tell us a minute or so, take a minute or so, Joe, and tell us what you're doing these days to leave your mark of significance on the world. So, you know, this business has been in for about two years. Um, we're really working it hard, trying to get it promoted, just like everybody else. Um, but we are just trying to grow this business. Um, you know, our company is Treat the LLC, uh, but we um, we have two food trucks. I have Hey Baby, and my wife has a parasol treat. So we're both kind of in the game now. And, um, you know, we're just trying to, you know, bring a little bit of uniqueness to, um, to the world. Um, you know, my wife said a long time ago I should open up a restaurant and, you know, I just, uh, I didn't put enough faith in it. So um, now that we're there, we're, we're doing real well and uh, we're excited about what's to come in the future. So that's great. Can you give us a little background? You've been, you've kind of chefed everywhere, but I was curious about this, your private chefing as a property manager for JP Cots. What was that? So Try to give us a picture of what that was like. Yeah, so as a younger man with more hair, um, you know, I had uh, I, I graduated from the CIA up in um, at Poughkeepsie, New York, and um, just kind of, you know, got into the whole food and beverage thing when I was really young. But once I graduated, you know, I had the opportunity to um, to work on private yachts for a little while. Um, and, you know, I started that uh, portion of my career. Like I said, I was young and single, right? Um, and so when you are in this industry, um, you know, you're devoting a lot of your time and effort to it. Um, so working for the Cox family, um, working for, um, you know, even the Hawkins family, working for, you know, in the charter boats, um, you know, you kind of get a unique experience that most people will never, ever have in their entire life. Uh, you get to travel the world on somebody else's nickel and you're able to create and play around with some wonderful ingredients. Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. And the other thing I noticed is you, as you went into becoming a, uh, you're working for the larger, I think, hotels, it struck me when I looked at the, the list of things that you're doing that it's kind of like a separate business within a business where you're kind of like the CEO of, of, of the kitchen and the, the menu. So talk a little bit about that. I think that's, that's probably hitting it right on the head, Matt. I mean, you know, when you're in these hotels, these, you know, multi, you know, million dollar companies, um, you know, as the executive chef or the food and beverage director, or even both, I mean, you're kind of, um, you're kind of treated as your own business. Um, and so, you know, when I met my now wife, um, you know, we, we, we were dating in the private sector for a while and, you know, she was flying to New, to New Orleans and I was flying back to Miami. 
But, you know, once I, I moved to Miami, um, you know, I guess I had to kind of grow up a little bit and take a real job. So I wound up jumping into the hotels, uh, which was a great experience. You know, most chefs never work breakfast. Um, and I hadn't really worked breakfast besides on the yachts. Um, so, you know, when you go into the world of, uh, of hotels and, you know, tourism, you're looking at um, – you know, people coming in from all kind of areas of the world and um, they're staying with you for, you know, one day up to even a month. Um, but you have multifacets in, within that in that hotel. Um, you're, doing, you're doing the restaurant, you're doing catering, um, you know, you're trying to book weddings. So you're talking to brides. Um, so it was a very unique experience. And I enjoyed the hotels tremendously. Um, we actually moved from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, to uh, Birmingham, Alabama, when I was working for um, for the Marriott. And wow. so, um, and, you know, it kind of complemented my career coming from, you know, the, the hotels and the, tra- I'm sorry, the private sector and, and you're traveling and being on these yachts and going all over the place. And now you're at a hotel and you have all these unique cultures coming into you. Um, and being in Fort Lauderdale, Miami area, you did see a lot of cultures coming to the hotel. Um, yeah. So the hotels taught me a lot about the beginning basics of your business. Yeah, good stuff. All right, Joe, let's let's do a little math and let our friends all around the world get to know you through our happy formula. It's a very simple but very powerful equation. It's power plus purpose equals happy. What are your practices for building your personal power to get things done? whether it's physically, mentally, spiritually, financially, emotionally. In other words, Joe, what do you do on a regular basis to create all the power you need to take really good care of yourself and your loved ones and still have plenty left over to be a giver? You know, I think a lot of it has to do with um, the power you get from everyone around you. Um, you know, when you're on the food truck, you get to meet a lot of personalities, a lot of people. Um, you know, and when I always ask somebody how they're doing and they say, we're doing good. And, and they say, well, how are you? And I said, I'm an, I'm amazing, you know, and, mm. you know, they, I just don't think a lot of people can fathom the fact that you can bring such high energy and, you know, be amazing, right. To kind of spread that energy to the customers. Um, and I yeah. don't think that, that a lot of my new customers, um, are expecting that high energy or they're expecting your response. Um, but you know, to do what you do in this business of food and beverage is, um, it's tough. And there was just a lot of physical work, uh, a lot of mental work, a lot of planning, you know, and, and I think, you know, every morning when you get up at six o'clock, you know, you have your coffee and you start your day and, you know, always say I'm going to work and it's really just going to the food truck. Um, but, you know, it's kind of like in your zone. Um, and, you know, you're putting your passion and you're putting your effort and, you know, your heart into preparing food that people are going to consume later. Um, you know, I tell my son, you know, the funniest thing for me is that you actually have people that are willing to give you the hard-earned money, especially in today's world, right? They're willing to give you their money so you can give them some happiness or some joy. And I think that's enough drive for most people, you know? I think it's, you're, you're expressing this. It's, it's the difference between earthly energy, which is finite, and spiritual energy, which is infinite. And when you're, when you're in your 
purpose, when you're doing work that you love, you're operating out of this spiritual energy that is infinite. The more it's like love, the more you give, the more you love, the more you have. And when I watch you work and I hear you work, I can I know you're tapping into that. So let's explore my favorite capacity power generating concept called a Kaizen state of mind, Joe. It's this beautiful Japanese idea that small incremental improvements add up over time to yield great big results. And I love it because it's based on mindset, not circumstance. So Kaizen in life is knowing there's always something I can do better tomorrow than today. It's optimistic and it creates this gentle, powerful, continuous uplifting of my life day after day after day. So Joe, how does Kaizen in your life help you increase your personal power to continuously become more so you can continuously give more? So, you know, it's funny. I, um, we do for, for our promoting, right? We give out these business events. Um, and, you know, we have given out um, close to, yes, yes. We've given out close to 28,000 pens. And, you know, I laugh because everybody, um, everybody in Alabama um, refers to me as this lawyer on TV who has billboards everywhere, right? Well, I'm that person of the food industry, right, with all my pens. But, you know, I think the thing is this, when we first started this business two years ago, um, even as a trained chef, I, I have grown in this business exponentially, day by day. Um, you know, with all of those uh, pens given out, all of the messages we receive on orders, all of the 7,000 contacts I have in my phone, if my customers ever text me an order, I know it gives me an opportunity for dialogue and feedback to say, hey, how was dinner last night? Um, you know, just kind of checking in. But that is the little things in life that kind of gets you to grow your business, but also makes you better as an individual. Um, and I think, too, when you start to hear other people's point of view, I think it helps you to be able to give more to others because you took the time to get feedback, you listen, you process, and then you redevelop that into, you know, whether it was a menu idea or whether it was the way that we do something through our process. Um, you know, I've been in this business for 29 years, um, and I still continue to grow. Um, you know, I, I can pretty much do anything I want in my food truck, um, but listening to my customers, I think I'm able to relate to them and kind of get on that one-on-one -on -one level, um, which, you know, customer service is the lost art these days, right? And here it is, you know, a professional in all these years in the business, and I'm still learning, but I'm learning now from my customers. Um, and those things are what I believe is how we grow to get better. Yep. I call that the collective intelligence of the marketplace. When you're, when you're yeah. listening... You're listening, and yep. then you've, you've you've acquired skills, very unique skills as a chef, and now you're able to incorporate, you know, these different pieces from different people in different places to create something completely unique, and it's beautiful. Stronger than most people would realize. Yeah, awesome. So let's talk about purpose. That's the second element of our happy formula. And Joe, I've observed that major life transformations, the big changes, discovery of purpose, often comes from devastation addiction, abuse, disease, death, disaster, something awful strips a life to its core and it creates this big change. 
However, in my book, Turning Inspiration into Action, I share the transformational process that I've used to discover my purpose using inspiration. So how about you, Joe? Was there a specific moment or event or crisis or inspiration that revealed to you the purpose you were meant to live? So, you know, I've been in this business for a long time. I mean, I, I, I cooked with my dad when I was 12. Um, you know, I worked with my mom and dad in their business when I was real young. And, you know, kind of at 19, I had that turning point where I was going to go to school. Well, you know, then I got into the private sector and then I met this lady who's now my wife. And, you know, I got out of the private sector and I got into these hotels and, you know, my wife, I think, had more confidence in me than, than myself. Um, she mm. believed in me so much. She always said, you know, you really need to open a restaurant, you know. Mm. But with that being said, I have a 17-year-old, <laughs> you know. And so it's how do you provide a good example for, for my son to kind of learn and see, right, as well as being a role model for him. So at my last place of employment, um, you know, everybody says they, you know, they were done dirty or, you know, they didn't do me right. And, you know, I, I look at things and I could say the same thing, but, you know, as, as a family, um, you know, I've usually worked in places for five to eight to 10 years at a time. And, you know, here it is, I was about ready to be another five years and going strong. And so I lose my job right around COVID, you know, it's very difficult to find a chef's position to where, um, they are willing to um, compensate you for your experience, right? My wife said, she said, you know, Joe, I've told you over and over and over, you need to do your own thing. And I yeah. said, well, with the way restaurants are closed, and I said, this is not the right time to open up a restaurant, Kathy. And she says, and she says, you need to open up a food truck, Joe Sharota. And uh, of course, I thought she was crazy. Um, but, you know, as the, as the world knows, I know as I now have a food truck. Um, and, you know, I, I really owe a lot of that to my wife. In other words, like I said, she's always had more um, faith in me um, than I guess you do with self-confidence. Um, and, you know, she pushed and pushed. And I think the whole thing with COVID was God's way of saying, okay, so, you know, this is, this is an opportunity for you to now do what you want to do. You know, you've had all these years in the industry. Um, you can now bring a quality product of fair price. And there's your customer service. People can get to know who Chef Joe is. Um, you know, even in my neighborhood, you know, at the Walgreens or the CVS or the Post, everybody calls me Chef Joe. Um, yeah. So when you look at things like that, um, you know, now that I have, you know, all these followers on Facebook, right? I never had, I never really managed a Facebook page until about two years ago. <laughs> so with that being said, um, everybody does have a reason to do what they want to do. But I think with our current situation, if I would have had my wife to support it or to put that faith in me, I don't know that we would have still been on the same path we are today. So yeah. I'm grateful. I mean, I'm doing what I love to do, you know, and it's awesome. Well, I, I want to share a little bit with our audience. So I think you were you went to the Culinary Institute of America, CIA, and got your associate's degree way back in 1993 to 95. 
And then eight yeah. years later, eight years later, your associate's degree in culinary arts chef training. And then 15 years later, fulfilling your lifelong dream of owning your own restaurant through the food truck business. So that's a long journey. And it made it reminded me of a favorite quote from Confucius. It doesn't matter how slowly you go as long as you do not stop. So give us just a minute on how that applies to your journey and whether you could have imagined yourself in your food truck business being happy and, and, and serving the community when you started off. I think the one thing that I can tell you um, is that, you know, although um, although I am 51, right? Um, in other words, a lot of people are looking for that, uh, what's the next way to get rich to, um, you know, I can retire soon. I've understood and I've come to the realization that this is going to be a slow process for me. Um, in order to do it the right way or in order to do it, you know, to keep that consistency, to keep that, you know, um, that, that fire within what we do, I think it's a, it's a slow process, but we will not stop. Um, you know, we are looking at what we can do to expand. We are looking at what we can do to grow the business. We're starting to get into a little bit of mail order on our seasonings and stuff like that. So, you know, one day it would be great to, you know, email, I mean, to, uh, to send Matt a package of bouilloladas, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that'd be great. Well, very yeah. good. Let's let's take a break and let our sponsors spread a little love with our audience. Happy is an intentional and lifelong journey, but it's hard to change and grow towards higher levels of happy without knowing where you're starting from. Our happy quiz puts a starting pin on the map to your happy living and provides additional guidance and motivation along the way. Just go to happyliving.com and take the happy quiz to get started on your road to happy. And we're back and this is the Something Significant Show and I'm your host, Matt Gersper. And my special guest star today is Chef Joe Sharada. He says, coming from a 100% Sicilian family, his life has always been all about the food. And now he's a proud owner of the Hey Baby food truck where he specializes in deliciousness, making handcrafted Italian bulladas. I had to look up how to say that word, bouilladas, gourmet stuffed baked potatoes, authentic Cajun cuisine and other delicious foods all topped off with exceptional customer service, speed and accuracy. Hey Joe, I think you're gonna love this article that I found on lifescience.com. It's called The Science Behind the Power of Giving. And it says that the act of giving itself can be a gateway to discovering your reason for being on this planet. It tells how science supports the idea that giving of one's time and talents and treasures is a powerful pathway for discovering purpose and for overcoming difficulties and finding fulfillment and meaning in life. So, I updated our formula. Power plus purpose plus giving equals really happy. What do you think, Joe? Has giving your time and your talents and your treasure been a pathway for discovering your purpose and for getting past difficulties that you've faced in life and for bringing real meaning into your life? 
So, you, you know, man, I, I, I think that what we do is very unique. Um, you know, we live in a small town of Helena, Alabama. Um, you know, we, um, we know a lot of uh, the people in our community. Um, we are able to, you know, support um, or even sponsor or even give to these different organizations that are in our community. Um, you know, we do, we feed the fire department, we feed the police department. Um, you know, we do, um, we work at the high school um, to kind of get into their small budget for band functions. And, you know, so I look at, um, I look at this as a way for me to give to my community. Um, not to mention, you know, we pair up with different um, tap rooms and, and breweries in our neighborhood. And that's where we met, right? So, you know, we pair up with Silveria Brewing um, in Alabaster. Um, and when we do, we use some of their ingredients in the dishes, right? So, you know, last night we were there. We did a, um, a Warrior Red beer cheese soup um, using the, the brewery's, you know, own brew. Um, and, you know, so it's a way to take that product outside of the little town of Alabaster and bring it to somewhere else. Um but, you know, most of all, it's a partnership within your community. It's a partnership with other businesses on, you know, what you can do with them in order to give back to the community. Um, you know, we participate in a lot of food drives. Um, and, you know, it's funny, I'm the, I'm the one that brings in a case of number 10 cans of food, <laughs> you know. Um, and everybody knows that, oh, well, Chef Joe brought that um, because they know that it's in the big kit number 10 cans. But, you know, at the end of the day, we get asked to sponsor for the YMCA. We get, you know, asked to do things for the schools and stuff, even outside of Helena. And I think by giving, that is a way for us to grow as human beings um, in a world where there's not a whole lot of giving out there these days, you know. Yep. Um, and it's rewarding, you know, yep. mentally and physically. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what the, the science tells us, that giving to others helps bring real meaning to our life. It gives back to us. And I couldn't agree more. I love that wonderful feeling that comes from the fourth element of our definition of significance, doing work that creates value for others. I've learned that the magic of life comes not from getting more, but from actually giving more. But there's more to it than that, Joe. What I've been learning is it's not just the giving that's magical. It's, it's when you're giving, from living in your purpose that's where the real magic lies so tell us how does it feel to be happily living your life and giving to others through the chef work you were put on this planet to do and the people all around you have taken notice joe i want you to sit back open your heart and listen to the impact you're making on others by finding and living that magic in your life Chef Joe knew what he wanted to do at a young age, and he followed his dreams. He lifts people up. It's just his natural personality. The thing he loves about being in the kitchen is there's no rules. He can create and do whatever he likes. The most charismatic guy I've met, super talented, very hardworking, amazing, old school, Italian style, helpful, responsive, impressive, accommodating a family man, kind and generous and patient, a ball of light and energy, a great business person and teacher, a true artist. 
Joe has the jolliest smile. There's no better person than Chef Joe. We consider him family. He loves big, loves to have people in the house, loves having parties. He loves to play, loves family style dining, loves to see young people get inspired by faith. He's caring, compassionate, generous, which makes him a great person. He's creative, inventive, adaptive, which make him a great chef. As for his food, you'll be instantly addicted to it. He's perfected his own style. He makes his own seasonings and his own menus and recipes. He cuts no corners when he prepares his food. The shrimp and grits are my favorite by far. His mushrooms are the best. Sausage with mushroom and tomato gravy, bouladas, bouilladas, mac and cheese, chicken and sausage, jambalaya, white chocolate bread pudding. Don't even get me started on the pecan praline bread pudding. Joe, Joe puts love and inspiration into everything he makes. I've seen his cooking and chef skills at work, and it's a marvelous sight. He always goes above and beyond. Here's the bottom line with Joe. He runs the most dependable food truck in Birmingham, period. I can't wait for him to open a brick and mortar location to gather the recognition he deserves. He greets everyone like their family. And finally, the world needs more Chef Joe's. So Chef Joe, tell us how does all that love make you feel? It's a word that I've used more so in the last two years than I've ever used in my life. And that word is flattering. For, for someone who has been doing this for so long to finally, I mean, I would love to know who made up all those wonderful lives. <laughs> but, you know, at the end of the day, Matt, I'll be honest, you know, this business drives me because I am very flattered by how people take what I do. Um, I'm very surprised that people recognize the little things that I do that make the bigger things. Um, you know, my wife says that I should never really be surprised or flattered that, you know, this is something that, you know, I should have known all along. But however you want to call it, you know, it's, it's amazing to listen to folks that have taken the time to get to know you and get to know what you do and are appreciative of how you have done for them. Yep. And that's, that is what this show is all about. It's finding that magic in each of our lives. And it comes from this great big happy circle, Joe. Giving your time and talents and treasures is a powerful pathway for discovering purpose. And giving as you are from living in your purpose brings a profound joy to your life and to the lives of those around you. So giving leads to purpose and giving from purpose leads to joy. So to more properly reflect the exponential power of the happy formula, Joe, I've got to tweak it just a little bit more. Power times purpose times giving equals happy to the third power. And that's really, truly, deeply happy. Does that sound about right to you, Joe? Absolutely. 100, I mean, 100%. You know, I couldn't have agreed more. Very good. Good stuff. Well, let's wrap things up with a lightning round. I love the power of words and the capacity for great quotes to change lives. So I'm going to read a few of my favorites, and you just tell us what they mean to you. Give us the first thing that comes to your mind, Joe, because it's called a lightning round. Right. Here we go. 
from Albert Einstein. There are two ways to live your life. One is as though nothing is a miracle. The other is as though everything is a miracle. I think nowadays as an adult, I think that everything is a miracle. <laughs> when I was younger, maybe not so much. Yeah. One from my past, other people's opinion of you is none of your business. Yeah, you know, man, I'll be honest. I don't, I don't really read into other people's opinion of me. Um, I know that I'm a good person and I know that I do the right thing. And so, you know, I used to tell people all the time, if somebody doesn't like me, well, I think they're the ones with the problem because I think I'm a pretty nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is from John Burroughs. I go to nature to be soothed and healed and to have my senses put in order. I think I go out and find the most chaos and the busiest night that I can possibly throw myself into because the endorphins that you get from being really busy, um, I think you kind of get into your own zone. Um, so I don't need peace in the woods. Um, in other words, I find um, I find a real big, a real peace when I have tons of people at my window, and you know I may be sweating and cooking, and you know I think that's kind of my drive. You know, that's it. You're you're living your gift. That's 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 it. Absolutely. From Robert from Robert Green, mastery is not a function of genius or talent. It's a function of time and intense focus applied to a particular field of knowledge. I agree. I think that I think that you grow your, you know, when you have a passion, you want to know as much about it as possible. Just like with, you know, what you're doing, you've done so much research um, and you've done so much, you know, reading and, and, and looking into certain things in life. And, you know, I, I think that's a big player. I think if you have a passion about something, you know, um, you really want to learn more about it. You really want to do more within it. Um, and I think that's what makes you a great person in your in your field. Um, I don't think, let me rephrase it. I think the younger generation, and I'm not even going to put an age on it, right? I think the younger generation really needs to find something that they can connect with, right? In order to get a future for themselves. Um, and I know it's a lightning round, but I'm going to share this with you. Okay. You know, my dad was in food and beverage. My, um, my dad also did many tasks in his life. My son is 17. And he has this great opportunity to take over. Hey, baby, right? But he wants to weld. Mm. I am willing to support that as much as possible because I see the passion in what he is doing. That's the same passion I had when it came to food. So why try to snuff that out? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hundred percent. That's that's where that's where life is, and and that takes us maybe right to the to the next quote. I think it'll tie in. This is from Chef Chef Francis Malman, and he says, "My life has been at the path. My life has been a path at the edge of uncertainty." He says, "Today, I think we educate kids to be settled in a comfortable chair." You have your job, you have your little car and a place to sleep, and the dreams are dead. You don't grow on a secure path. I think him and my wife are very good friends. <laughs> my, 
my my wife is the dreamer. Um, you know, I was the one that took the safe route because, you know, I had a wife and I had a, a son and, you know, but I think now that I have branched out the way my wife, I tell everybody, if I had my wife's confidence, you know, 10 years ago, look how far I would be then. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel this is the pinnacle of what I what I do. I get to cut up with folks. I get to have fun. I get to bring my style to them. Um, you know, you get to meet so many people and personalities. This is where it's at for me. Yep, right on. This is the show anchor, the last one for the rapid uh, fire round. Whatever you, this is from Goth, whatever you can do or dream you can do, begin it. Boldness has genius, power, and magic in it. Begin it now. I would tell you to jump on your goals, right? Start young. Um, you know, like I said earlier, I may be 51, but I, 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 I've gotten to the point where I'm doing what I enjoy. Um, it's not like I look at it as I don't have enough time to get what I want done. Um, but I recommend to even the young people that come to work on my food truck. Um, you know, I tell everybody I'm hard on you because this is what you want in life. You need to learn the correct ways in order for you to succeed, right? I think people need to follow their dreams a little bit more. And I think that society needs to stop suppressing, right? What, what, these, what these younger people want to do. It may not be your path, but it is not, it's not your life. It's like my son. Right. It, it, you know, it's not the path that I would choose, but I'm not living, I'm not living his life. Correct. No, right on. Very good, Joe. Thank you. And now, folks, it's your chance to be a giver, too. If you can hear my voice and you were inspired by today's show with Chef Joe Sharada, please share some love with our broadcast team by giving what you can to WITV7. They're a 501c3 charity on a mission to educate, empower, and encourage. They do good works with your kindness. Joe, I love your infectious enthusiasm for food and love and life. And I admire your attributes of creativity and inventiveness and determination that have made you a great chef. And even more importantly, those of caring and compassion and generosity that have made you a great person too. And I'm super happy you've shared your great, big, food-loving and people-loving spirit on our show today. Will you please take a minute or two and share any parting remarks you'd like to leave with our audience? You know, Matt, I, I, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. It, it, it meant a lot when you asked me to do this podcast. Um, and I tried not to think too much into it. I didn't want to be, you know, overthinking it or too nervous, right? But, you know, at the end of the day, um, I think it's a great opportunity for me to kind of tell everybody or just for people to kind of get to know me a little bit better. Um, but I think what you're doing in your line of work, right, I think it is, it's bringing people out of their shells. So I'm, I'm really happy to be a part of it. Um, you know, I could say all the stuff regarding the business, but I would say this. In other words, if you follow us on Facebook, my wife does a great job of posting my schedule. She does a great job in supporting me. She does a great job in posting for me. So that would be the only thing that I would tell everybody is following on Facebook. Look for some of the things that we're going to be doing, right? Because like I said, we're starting meal order. We're starting more catering. We're starting different things to kind of grow the brand, right? But 
how do we get Bouillonadas to Matt, you know, um, you know, 304 miles away? Um, my cousins want Bouillonadas because none of my family members make them anymore, you know? So that's what I would tell everybody. Follow us, and that way you can kind of keep up with our journey and be a part of the growth of this company. Wonderful. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Matt. And I also want to thank WITV7. I also want to thank WYTV7 for hosting and promoting our show so we can keep interviewing inspiring guest stars like Joe and reaching folks just like you, ready to create your own extraordinary lives. And most especially, thank you viewers and listeners. You'll find links to websites and social media and all things Chef Joe Sharada and his Hey Baby food truck. Find him, friend him on Facebook, search for Hey Baby, that's H-E-Y space B-E-B-E, on LinkedIn, it's Joseph Sharada. That's J O S E P H space S C I A R R O T T A. And if you've received one of his 28,000 pens that he's given out in the last two years, you can also you can text him at 504 905 4458. That's 504 905 4458. From me to you, dear friends, I love you, and I want you to be really, truly, deeply happy, too. So I want you to go to happyliving.com and take our happy quiz, because when you measure your happy, you'll focus attention on it. And focusing attention on it inspires change and learning and improvement all to flow right into your life. And once you take the quiz, and it only takes a minute, then I hope you'll give some thought about what we can do together, you and me to improve the happy of your world one person at a time. Till next time, I'm Matt Gersper. You are awesome. And this is the Something Significant Show. And we're out.